0: Welcome to a new episode of the K and A Football Podcast. Today, Austin and I will be talking about the news of the week, and we'll be giving our preseason awards picks. Make sure to follow us on our Instagram and, and listen to us wherever you get your podcasts, and make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel for exclusive, never seen before content. This is K and A Football.
1: Alright, so Caden, so last week, on Monday, uh, Sue L. Robinson finally handed down her decision on Watson's suspension. Uh, you'll remember last, in the last episode, I said that I don't think Watson would get suspended because you know it had been so long, and here was preseason right around the corner, and there's no talk of it anymore, but you know, in the end, she finally handed down a six-game suspension. So before we get into... Uh, the latest on his suspension, what is your thoughts on the um on six games
0: on the original six games you said um like like most n f l fans that aren't brown's fans that i've that i've heard that i've heard from, I think that the original six games was was not a lot for everything that he's done i i know that he was found innocent and all these things, but i mean obviously they still found him guilty enough to if he was fully innocent wouldn't they give him zero games and not six games so clearly they found him guilty in some portion to give him some games and maybe a little bit of bias right here but calvin ridley wide receiver for the falcons was suspended for a whole season this year because when he was when he was not playing for the team he bet on six games And he bet, like, a total of, like, $1,000 on his team to win when he wasn't playing. And just for that, he got a a year suspension, which I do get it. The NFL has a very strict policy on gambling and sports gambling for your teams and stuff, so I get it. But I know that there was a lot of backlash from people saying that they think the six games is really short and small for something as severe as what Watson did. And then they bring up the Ridley thing, which a year for gambling and then six games for uh, whatever you want to call it, sexual assault sort of, I guess. And then also Josh Gordon a while ago, he got like multiple seasons for doing drugs over and over. But I mean, drugs is also bad, but I mean, I think six games is really short. So
1: yeah, I mean, I agree. Six games is pretty short. You know, there's talks of the full year. There's talks of he get eight games um, I had heard all the way down to four, four game suspension. I feel like six is, I mean, I feel like it's short, but I'm not gonna be upset with it. And then obviously, on Wednesday, uh, the NFL appealed. They want more games. Obviously, they're gonna push for the year that they wanted. Um, what do you think about their appeal?
0: I figured that it was gonna happen. I mean, they really. Six games they were facing a lot of like Criticism from people being like oh my Like you're gonna let this guy go play After only six games so I was expecting it to happen And when it first happened I was a little I guess Worried because In my I guess the way that I Saw it was I know that Watson will sue Once they appeal And all that stuff and so my My thoughts were The NFL would appeal Watson would sue And then the whole It'd go to court and the court would last Who knows how long, it would last a little while And as this is all going on It'll creep into the season And as it's going on to the season Then Watson can play until it's all settled And week one, as you know, is Panthers-Browns And if it creeps into the season And Watson plays, Watson plays week one I really don't want the Panthers to have to I'm mean, Play to sound Watson He's a pretty good quarterback, so that was my initial worry, but then I was talking with some uh, some people yesterday, and they said the way that it is is, like, since the NFL appealed, it's not Deshaun Watson's appeal. No matter what, like, the NFL has the power from what I'm hear- I from what I heard, if I understood that correctly. And so I think if it's not settled by then, he'll still have the six games from – sue robinson or whatever her name was Mm -hmm. so he'll have those six games if it's not settled by then and if it is settled by then then he'll have the full year that the nfl appeals to so no matter what i don't think he'll be playing week one so that makes me feel a little bit better good for you yeah (laughs) good for me no but i think i mean the nfl did they i mean they made themselves look better by not letting the six games go
1: yeah i mean six games as we said was short so Mm -hmm. it would have looked bad on the nfl's part if they didn't appeal who knows i don't think they actually care you know i think that it's like watson's a big name player He's a you know top 10 at least top five quarterback
0: yeah people watch him he's
1: good right he makes money Mm -hmm. so i think all they care about in the end is the money and it's just a pr move on their part to appeal to make themselves not look right like they don't care they don't but
0: who knows they just care about how how they look yeah right yeah i see what you mean
1: so continuing on with brown's news um, on the day that we're recording this, uh, August seventh, uh, Kareem Hunt is the seventh. Yeah, is- <laughs> I had to make sure you were right. <laughs> Kareem Hunt um, was a little upset with the Cleveland Browns because he didn't get his contract extension that he wanted, um, and so he requested a trade, which the Browns have denied. Um, you know you were saying earlier that, you know, oh, now he's not going to play for the Browns and whatever else. Um, I personally think that he'll play for us. He'll play the season. Um, he'll try his best to prove why he's on the team and why he deserves a contract next year. Um, so I, I think that he'll play for us. I think they'll probably do really well too. Uh, and we'll continue to have the most dominant backfield in football. Right. Um, you were also saying that um, you've heard talks of uh, Jimmy G for Kareem Hunt, just straight up one for one, which, like I told you, it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. Not that Jacoby Brissett's a bad quarterback, but he just doesn't have skill set. He's obviously not a starting QB. Jimmy G is. He's not the greatest, but, you know, he'd be fine to hold us over till Watson gets back from his six-game suspension. What do you think about Kareem?
0: I think Kareem Hunt is a really good running back. I think if he's on another team that's not the Browns and his competition is Nick Chubb, I think I think he'd be definitely like the, the lead the lead back for that team and a really like a top fifteen running back in the league. I think that like with him and Nick Chubb are a great one two duo, and I think he knows that if he goes elsewhere and doesn't have to battle against Nick Chubb for the starting role, he can get a lot more t- like a lot more money. A lot yeah. like get out there. So I see both sides. I see Kareem Hunt wanting to go out there and get that. But I also see the Browns like we have a great duo right now with you and Nick Chubb. And so I say I see the Browns saying like here, you stay here for a year, prove that you like have your best season, go out there and prove to everyone like, Oh yeah, you are amazing back. Like yeah. And after this season, sure. Go test free agency, go leave, go do whatever. But at the same time, you wonder if you're the Browns. If that does happen, Kareem Hunt plays this season, he leaves after this year, and you got nothing for him. So I see both sides where the Browns want to have him for this season and, like, yeah, pl- like have the good duo. But I also see them wanting to be able to get something for him, at least a couple of draft picks or a mid-tier player, like a Jimmy Garoppolo, like we said. But the more and more I think about it, the more I think, with it being this late in training camp too, I think he'll stay and just play for the season and try to leave next season in free agency. But yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you have to remember too that like <clears throat> he, while he may want to be the lead back somewhere else, um, which obviously he's good enough to do. Uh, he did it in Kansas city, but you know, the Browns was his first team back after. Yeah. Yeah. You got to remember, of, right.
0: The Browns are the only reason he's, In the NFL right now, because they were the only team willing to pick him up after the video got out of him kicking that woman in the hotel or whatever. So, if it wasn't for the Browns, he would be out of the league and
1: right. So the Browns gave him his second chance. He's proved to be a good back still. Yeah, and I don't blame him for wanting to go somewhere else. But
0: and if he does leave, I think the Browns will be all right. They still they got um, the Ernest Johnson. Yeah, he's their next one, and then they drafted. Jerome Ford out of mm-hmm. Cincinnati, so I think they'll be perfectly fine at the running back position. To Ernest Johnson proved last year in the one game. Against it was the
1: Raiders. Was that the Raiders?
0: Is game? The Raiders, or I think it was the Broncos game. When yeah, like everyone was hurt. That like he he can be a solid backup running back too. So I think they'll be yeah. fine. He'll be okay.
1: Also, I think it was last Tuesday. Yeah, uh, Miami lost their 2023 first round pick and their 2024 third round pick and their owner was suspended till October 17th. I don't know what that does. Find 1.5 million dollars. Um who knows what that does. Your yeah, owner seriously. gets suspended, what is what does he do anyway? He can't than, sit up in the press box. Right. Bummer. Oh no. Real real disappointment there. But they were you know charged for all of that because they, quote, like, what was it, tampered with the integrity of the game or something?
0: Well, yeah, right. They tried. So what came out is that when Tom Brady was still under contract with the Patriots, mm-hmm. Miami tampered, which is, like, while a player's still under contract with the team, they go talk to that player and try to woo them over to their team and be like, yo, like, free agency, come here. Like, they give them their sales pitch before they're legally allowed to do that. So they did that with Tom Brady when he was still on New England. And then I heard they did it again, like his first or second year in Tampa. And then Mm -hmm. he signed an extension, like a two-year extension a year later or whatever. And then I also heard they did it with Sean Payton when he was still in New Orleans. And there was rumors that he was going to leave the Saints and like retire or whatever. And there was rumors of him, of the Dolphins tampering with him. I just think it's a little funny from Miami that you've tampered with Tom Brady, the GOAT quarterback twice. And he ultimately was like, no, like screw you guys, and went to the other Florida team and has already won a Super Bowl there. And instead of getting the GOAT quarterback, you end up with Tua, (laughs) (laughs) which, I mean, it's a pretty big drop-off. So Pretty big drop-off.
1: Yeah, I mean, we had heard rumors that Tom was going to come back and play for Miami, and there's still rumors that, you know, maybe he'll play past this year and go to Miami because Miami was trying to offer him... Mm-hmm. Um, like stake in the team. Oh, I did not hear that. Like he would have like stake in ownership. Really? Um. So that was like their incentive was like, you'll come play for us, we'll pay you, and you get to be <laughs> one of the owners. Um, so, I mean, sweet deal for Tom if he were to take it. But, you know, now Miami kind of got caught. Who knows what else they did that the NFL just didn't catch. Yeah. But, I mean, and then there was also um, they were paying or it's alleged right. that they were paying their coach to lose games for them.
0: So that they could tank and get, get better a higher picks. pick in the draft where they got Tua, who obviously didn't turn out great so yeah. far. But Somebody but,
1: tells me they didn't need to pay him to lose the games. but
0: <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think that's another big reason why the owner got suspended and fined a lot, not just for tampering, which is also a big deal, but paying your owner to lose games is... Yeah, that's that's, that's messing yeah, with the integrity of the game or whatever right. the NFL said. So, but then again, suspending an owner, I don't really know what that does. I mean, big woo. And then yeah, finding them five thousand dollars—that's a couple quarters. So yeah, if you can buy an NFL team, you can, f- can have a five thousand dollar fine. I don't think it's a big deal for them.
1: It's one point five million.
0: Oh yeah, that's a little. Bit oh more, my! They, oh, they, yeah. they find them one point five million dollars. Oh, I mean, yeah, it's still, <laughs> it's still. Not that much for them, but that's a lot more than what I said. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so we're getting closer. As we get closer to the season, we had the first uh, preseason game, the Hall of Fame game last week. Uh, We're inching closer to the season. So I think now would be a good time for our, uh, what should I call it? Pre, before season, was it? Preseason predictions? Sure. Yeah. For the awards for the season, so that's MVP Rookie of the... Offensive Rookie of the Year, Defensive Rookie of the Year, Defensive Player of the Year, uh, Comeback Player of the Year, Offensive Player of the Year. So, you want to go first. Who, who's your pick to win MVP for this season?
1: Well, you know, for MVP of the NFL. I think that it's... Um, you know, they say that you should never bet against Tom Brady. But I don't think Tom Brady will win the MVP. Um... <laughs> testing fate betting against tom but i think that uh these last couple years especially this last decade has proven to be aaron Rodgers' decade so i think that aaron Rodgers will continue his trend of being the most valuable player in the nfl and win three in a row and win three in a row i think he can do it i think he's good i think he's good enough um it's boring it is boring boring. (laughs) it'd be boring if it happened but it'd also be kind of cool so He's already guaranteed a spot in the Hall of Fame once he retires. Oh, yeah. But it kind of put the cherry on top for when he eventually calls it quits.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, I see that really hard. I don't... With Devontae Adams leaving the Packers this season, and he doesn't have Devontae, like, Yeah, and Rodgers can't just throw it to Devontae Adams anymore. So I see it. I don't really see that happening. But it would be boring, like you said, but it would also be, like, like we can't really hate it because we're watching, like, greatness in front of yeah. us. But... I mean, yeah, you never know. My pick's a little more fun. It's a young guy. It's, I've said this before. I think in like the first episode or the second episode, I have really high hopes for this team this year. And I think uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. the MVP for this season will be uh, Justin Herbert. And the thing about the podcast is at the end of the year, we can come back and see how, how wrong spot-on are. <laughs> accurate we each were or dead-on wrong we were. So, <laughs> But I really think that the Chargers this season will – the Chargers, as a team, I think will do amazing, and then from all that success, Justin Herbert will greatly improve as well. And I think the defense improved, which will have him on the field more, and he's just going to continue to get better. I've seen videos yeah. where he's gotten so big and like big and strong. he's, gotten, <laughs> he's a he, big boy. He's a big boy. <laughs> he's he's gone to the weight room a lot. I've like I've seen pictures where he's like he looks massive now. So yeah, I just yeah, I don't know. I really like Herbert this year.
1: Yeah, him and Mac Jones. Had great. Improvement I have seen for Matt the off yeah. They were kind of like pudgy the last season, and now they're like absolutely ripped. It's impressive. So, moving on past uh, MVP, got our picks down for that. We think of uh, the rookies.
0: Offensive rookie of the year. Yeah. Um, I think that it will be a wide receiver. I, I, think, I agree. I don't think that there's great quarterbacks. I mean, I feel like only one quarterback rookie will play at all this year, and it'll be a little bit of a Steelers guy. Pick it. it. Small hands, pick pick it, it. yeah. (laughs) And I don't think he's very good, so I don't think he'll win it. I think it will be a wide receiver, and there's a lot of options that I like. I really like um, Drake London out of Atlanta. Mm. I think that he has a very little competition to battle against. It's just him and Kyle Pitts that Mariota can really only throw it to, so I think he'll get a lot of... Targets and catches and touchdowns, so I think he has a really good shot to win. And I also really like Traylon Burks out of. Um, he's on the Titans. He got drafted by the Titans. They uh, traded A.J. Brown to the Eagles to trade up to this pick, which was. Dumb.
1: We'll see. We'll see if it pans I mean, out. Yeah, A.J. Brown's a great receiver. You
0: traded A.J. Is. Brown and traded up to this spot and took Traylon Burks to ultimately be your A.J. Brown. So. Yeah. And they also, so I think like, 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 uh, Drake London, he doesn't have a lot of competition. It's just him and Robert Woods and Derrick Henry, but I think I like him. And then I like who I say, Drake London. So if I had to pick anyone as of right now, I'm saying Drake London, as much as he's on the Falcons and I don't really want him to be amazing. I I think it will be Drake London.
1: Yeah. Good picks. I I think that it, offensive rookie of the year will be a receiver. Um and they will be in the with NFC South. Right. Um I I I like the uh wide receiver for the Saints out of Ohio State. Yeah. Chris Olave. I think he'll win it. I mean Michael Thomas did, you know, become unhurt these last <laughs> unhurt. couple <laughs> unhurt in these last couple of <laughs> weeks. So, you know, he does have a much more stiff competition for getting passes. Right. But when he was at Ohio State, he was one of the best route runners in college football, and had one of the best careers in college. So I think he'll do great. Um, so yeah, I think your division uh, is a little bit stacked with uh, good receivers, other than your team. Oh, <laughs> oh,
0: well, okay. D J Moore is pretty good. No, he, dude, I take him. Yeah, I could definitely definitely see Alave winning. I mean, he was amazing at Ohio State. But, like you said, I think his competition in New Orleans is really, what'd you say, stiff? Like yeah. I mean, good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yeah, he has really good. Like, he's got Michael Thomas coming back. He'll have Alvin Kamara, albeit yeah. he doesn't get suspended. Right. But, and then on, on top of that, I mean, I know Drake London's got M- Marcus Mariota throwing him the ball, but he's got Jameis Winston throwing him the ball, who, I mean, he we be throwing it to the defense just as much as he's throwing it to the offense. So. Yeah,
1: you're one to talk Sam Darnold and Baker Mayfield this <laughs> year one and two. Hey, I
0: didn't go pick a Panthers uh, <laughs> rookie to win rookie of the year. But it's true. Yeah.
1: How about defensive rookie of the year?
0: Defensive rookie of the year, I think it's not really any question. I think there's only one. I, yeah, we're going to have the same guy. Yeah, there's only one really right answer, and I think it's going to be a, a Aiden Hutchinson. Yeah, obviously. Detroit. He went to Michigan. I didn't know much about him last college football season until
1: until the Ohio State the game the
0: Buckeyes played Michigan and then we uh
1: yeah they kind of nightmares stomped over. all over us
0: yeah I think he got like 25 sacks <laughs> and like 14 tackles for loss and like
1: yeah he was an absolute
0: monster yeah but I mean I think the Jaguars if they really messed up for picking Trayvon Walker over him in his in his years at Georgia he's had four sacks in his whole career like I don't understand how that can go first overall when I don't either the player who went second literally had like four sacks in one game against Ohio State so I mean yeah
1: that got snubbed for the first overall pick but I think he'll get you know he'll win defensive rookie of the year for sure right He's and also extra motivation right, for right. not
0: being picked first but yeah it also could be a blessing that he didn't go to the Jaguars but. that's true his career but, will
1: not go down the toilet I now. mean but not the he, Detroit's much he, better
0: yeah. <laughs> Yeah. But okay. The next award, um, we'll say Defensive Player of the Year. Who? Defensive
1: Player of the Year is a tough one for me. It's tough. Um, I'm going to go with Denzel Ward. Oh. Not just because I'm a Browns fan and an Ohio State fan, but. You know, I think that he is a great cornerback. I think that he'll greatly improve this year on top of his already fantastic season last year. So, I I like him for um, defensive player of the year.
0: That is really it's bold. bold. That is very bold. I, it's bold. If 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 he does become the um, it's sorry. it's hard for cornerbacks. It is very that's why to I was win defensive
1: say. player of the year because or any award at all or to be recognized as right. a good cornerback because realistically it's just um. You know, who's the, I'm liking on his name, the Cowboys. Diggs. Diggs. Trayvon Diggs yeah. yeah. Like, he's a good cornerback in the sense that he gets picks. So that's the only reason you know his name. He's but not. O- other than that, he gets cooked all the time.
0: <laughs> right. He does get cooked. Right. But he
1: gets the picks and that's what yeah, people know that's him all for. all people. Right. So realistically, it's like, if you don't know who a cornerback is, that's probably because they're locking down the receivers and you just never hear about them. Exactly. So that's why it's hard for them to win. But I think that he'll have a great year.
0: Right, like the only corner that I can remember winning defensive player of the year, at least like since I've been a football fan, was Stefan Gilmore a couple of years ago for the Patriots, and that year yeah. it's not like he went crazy and just got a bunch of interceptions and all, it's just like he was locking up his guys, like you'd never hear of his guys getting touchdowns or getting catches, like he was completely locked down like you put him on someone and they're not doing anything but yeah. like yeah like if you have a corner and you're not hearing about them that's a good thing like you don't want to hear about your corners because 99 percent of the time when you're hearing about a corner it's oh so-and-so gave up a touchdown here oh so-and-so got mossed here like yeah you don't want like that's why i think it's really hard for a corner to win an award like that because they don't get the recognition that they that like a defensive end or a linebacker would get yeah uh offensive oh player. hold on i didn't say my defensive uh oh yeah. i'm sorry i'm sorry it's all, you right, it's all right i completely forgot about that too i think that kind of like you did with the whole aaron Rodgers thing yeah i think it's going to be the same as it was last year and i well, i think it'll be tj watt yeah i think he's I think good he's, yeah. he's very good last season he was hurt for a couple games he missed like two or three games or four games. Yeah. He missed something around that range. And he still tied the NFL sack record mm-hmm. that was previously held by, um, I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? It doesn't matter. He tied the sack record by
1: playing less games. So, Well, less. I mean, he played like one less game because the season was extended one week right. last year. So, but he still did miss the whatever, two or three games being right. hurt. So with those two or three games being healthy, he probably would have broke the sack records. Yes. Like, I think if so. he's
0: if he's healthy this season, I think he'll definitely win defensive player of the year. I mean, Miles Garrett's definitely up there too. Yeah. Like I said, like defensive linemen, linebackers, they have really good shots at winning the award because they get all the stats and the praise and the sacks right. and all that stuff. But yeah, I think TJ Watts. Good pick. Boring pick. Boring but pick. But yeah, it'll
1: probably come more true than uh does a word?
0: I'd love to say it's gonna be like Brian Burns on the Panthers, but
1: Yeah, you would like to say that. <laughs>
0: I don't think it'll happen, but we'll see.
1: Offensive player of the year.
0: Offensive player of the year, um I I would say Cooper Cup, but that's again really boring and I don't wanna have two back to back boring things. So I'm gonna say another wide receiver, which I think a lot of times it is receivers. I remember it was Michael Thomas. Yeah. Like in three years ago, and then last year was Cooper Cup. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken so, uh, I so I think this year it'll be Jamar Chase From the uh, Bengals I, I really like Interesting. the Bengals this year too Not as much as the Chargers But I think they got an upgraded offensive line Burrow's still A beast and he's gonna keep getting better <laughs> And Jamar Chase Last year was a rookie So he's gonna have that whole lot like, yeah. He'll be better his second year I got the chemistry even more I think he'll explode this year I think he'll yeah. win offensive rookie of the year offensive player offensive player of the year right yeah not a rookie,
1: not a rookie anymore <laughs> he did still get snubbed on his madden rating though he did what is he like an 82 87 that's terrible which is like so low for how good he is
0: right like i saw he was ranked 15th yeah he's which... at least
1: top five in his position uh-huh. so i saw he was below he
0: was below adam thielen <laughs> yeah. and yeah. tyler lockett and a bunch of like a bunch of nobodies no nah, i mean not nobodies, nobodies but like but... they're not as good as he is right he's, i think he's like top five yeah um
1: like you said, Cooper Cup would be a great pick for uh-huh. uh, Offensive Player of the Year. But I'm going to say Derrick Henry. Yeah. I mean, it's another boring pick because it's like, yeah, obviously, he's a great offensive player. And as long as the Titans do well, he'll do well. He missed a couple games last year and still was like One of the rushing leaders. Right. So it makes sense. I like him. Uh, and then finally, uh, comeback, or comeback Player of the yeah, Year.
0: Yeah, Comeback Player of the Year, which... Before the show, me and Austin were naming the awards that we'll have to name and Comeback Player of the Year came up and we realized that neither of us really know <laughs> how how you can be eligible for that. I know like you have to have an injury of the year before yeah. and then come back this year and play like obviously do good. So we pulled up the uh, NFL Comeback Player of the Year betting odds. We're not betting. We're just like I'm going to list these players so we know who to choose from. So there's Derrick Henry, Jameis Winston, Christian McCaffrey, Baker Mayfield, Daniel Jones, Chase Young, Saquon Barkley, Mitchell Trubisky. That doesn't make sense. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Whatever. Michael Thomas, Marcus Mariota, J.K. Dobbins, Allen Robinson. He wasn't hurt either, so I don't really know what this award... Juju, (laughs) Drew Locke, Travis Etienne, Cam Akers, Robert Woods, Chris Godwin, and Daniil Hunter. Those are like the top, like... I don't know. Oh, well... Hey, good thanks, job, Debbie. Thanks, Debbie. All right, so. Great work, Debbie. Who's that your pick for odds. comeback player? There's some more at the top, but.
1: Okay, so my pick off of this list, because like you said, I wouldn't really yeah, know right. what the criteria for comeback player of the year is, but if these are the betting odds, um, I like two guys more than the rest of these. Baker Mayfield. No, not Victor Mayfield. <laughs> <laughs> no. I like two guys out of the rest of these, both from Ohio State J.K. Dobbins, Chase Young. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought Chase Young was going to be absolutely dominant last year, uh, which you know then he got hurt. So I mean,
0: he was until he got hurt. Right, but.
1: exactly. So I think I like his odds to become back player of the year, and J.K. Dobbins because I really believed that he was going to come out of Ohio State, uh, go to the Ravens, and then absolutely run over everyone else that he plays against. Which then he. His ACL in the preseason, and so did every other Ravens running back. Right. So, I like both of them. I think at the end it'll be Young. I think that he's going to be the better player out of the two of them. So, I think that he'll win, my kind of Player of the Year.
0: Right. I saw J.K. Dobbins. I honestly like forgot he existed until I saw him on this list like ten seconds ago. But <laughs> I would love for J.K. Dobbins to get it. I mean, played for Ohio State. Yep. I just even when he was on Ohio State, I thought he was good, but I didn't think he was great like when i thought of great ohio state players i thought of chase young i thought of yeah zeke i thought of justin fields like he just yeah. i always saw him as a benef- a good a very good beneficiary of amazing offensive line good holes and yeah. then he just run through them like i think he's a good running back but i don't think i would love to be wrong on this i would love for jk Dobbins to have a great season and but i just don't think he's the greatest so yeah. if I had to pick from this list, I mean, I would love for it to be Baker Mayfield or Christian McCaffrey. I do think Christian McCaffrey will stay healthy this season and have a great year. But, or Debbie, could you scroll down a little bit? I f- <laughs> nice. Okay. My pick, which doesn't really make Deshaun Watson, <laughs> no. Okay. Here it is. this. Okay. My pick for... Comeback player of the year would be Michael Thomas. He hasn't played in two seasons, so I think that would like boost his status almost a little more since he hasn't played in two full seasons instead of just like one like most of these people. But when he was playing, he was a top receiver in the league because he would just run slants and get a catch and then run. But yeah. I think if he just does that again, James Winston just throws him a little slant. I'm not saying he's good, but I think he'll win the award because he just gets a million catches in slants. So. Fair enough. But yeah and then coach of the year actually just kidding we're not gonna do coach of the year coach of the year is boring coach of the year is gonna be a tie between urban meyer and john gooden so for sure (laughs) (laughs) looking forward to that one (laughs) yeah that'll be a fun ceremony that is all for today's episode of the kna football podcast be sure to follow us on instagram and subscribe to our youtube channel and you can listen to us wherever you get your podcast and make sure to share with your friends we'll see you next week